0: A recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need, selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, KM and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials. LittleGeneral.com is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on A Recipe for a Good Day with Chef Gary. So whether you're picking up food or products for your home, or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General Convenience Stores open eight days a week. Wednesday, Recipe for a Good Day. And thank you for tuning in. This is your weekly food get-together, all things edible, discussed right here on Recipe for a Good Day, your show brought to you by Low General Convenience Stores, your convenience store with more. And as I look across the studio, I see that tall, dark, handsome chair normally holding Chef Gary McLaughlin, but today, Chef Gary McLaughlin is coming to us from his top-secret Test Kitchen, deep in the bunkers of Constitution Hill. And let's bring him into the program, Chef Gary McLaughlin. Chef, thank you for taking the time out to be with us today.
1: Hello, Jeff! <laughs> and, uh,
0: and how is the bunker under Constitution Hill your top uh, secret to Test Kitchen?
1: I am getting bombed. <laughs> I am getting bombed. I'm telling you, I need more allies.
0: <laughs> well, we're, uh, we're glad you could be with us. Thank
1: you,
0: my friend. How are you? Good, good. Ready to talk some food. Uh, I made the uh, last week's recipe. And, okay. uh, that was the, uh, the, the honey garlic chicken. Outstanding.
1: And, and was- I bet. There's a leftover there for me, and I'm not... There. I have such a
0: plate of leftovers here, Gary. With that honey garlic roasted chicken, uh, with it came asparagus. The asparagus uh, I made with a um, a garlic cheddar Parmesan sauce. It was laid over uh, the tiny shells, and uh, it was absolutely delicious. There's a great uh, a great plate of leftovers here, already warmed up. Uh, I guess we'll just have to eat it ourselves. Sorry, sorry you couldn't be here to enjoy it.
1: That's okay. That's what the recipe for a good day is. You know that. A warm smile, a good laugh. And a great meal. So if you can have a great meal right now, go for it. (laughs) And the good laugh is that the
0: leftovers are here waiting for you. There
1: you go. There you go.
0: But it was very good. uh, And uh, I was looking for something to do with the asparagus. I thought it would make an interesting. uh, So I didn't go with the carrots in that recipe we gave last week. Okay. Because, well, quite frankly, I had to use the asparagus. Time was a ticking. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gotcha! I hear you, my friend. I hear you.
0: But what a what a delightful combination uh, laid out. Um, and uh, initially, I did a, a, just a garlic parmesan sauce, but then I had this wonderful uh, bag of uh, of sharp cheddar come in, and I said, "Hey, why not?" So we uh, not? we took it exactly. a step further, and uh, we're very we're very glad we did. As uh, so you would taste yourself uh, if you, if you were here, but I'll eat yeah. it for you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it is uh, your food program. We like to start out with some shout-outs, a radio pad on the back, and we'll be getting into the little general specials of the week. And uh, we have some uh, great discussion. We'll go over a few terms. Uh, we're going to uh, talk a, bit, a little bit about honey. As it was uh, it struck my curiosity last week, and then cooking with it this weekend, what else can we do with honey? So we'll break down some of those ideas for you. Uh, in addition to that, we have some recipes that are tied into some of the great meat details This week, but Chef Gary, before we get to those specials, let's pause for your radio shout-out of the week.
1: Well, I have to do it again. I mentioned this young lady last week. It's Roger's granddaughter. She got married this past weekend. What a beautiful bride. Oh, my. I wish I was the groom. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, just so beautiful, and uh, uh, it was a nice weekend. It turned out to be a nice weekend. And uh, it was a nice affair.
0: Uh, so congratulations to Morgan and Patrick. Yes. Morgan and Patrick, congratulations and may have many years of nice meals and blessed matrimony.
1: Yes,
0: yes. And a recipe yes. for a good marriage uh, might include some good food. It doesn't hurt. They say the way to the heart is through the stomach.
1: That's right. As and, long as it's not
0: I, your cardiac surgeon saying that, I guess it's okay. I am correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chef Gary, uh, make it a shout out for that lovely uh, bride and groom. And right after I give, a, I'm going to tack one on here as well. Another, another,
1: oh, another there. great, you tack one on now? yeah,
0: there. a great uh, cookbook was uh, brought in uh, this week. Thank you, uh, Denise DeRogier, for this uh, wonderful okay. slow cooker recipe book. Um, I really like it. Number one, it, I'm, you know how I love my novelties, Gary. Uh, yeah. it's shaped like a crock pot. Oh, nice. Why not, right? right. Uh, we're actually going to share one of the recipes from this uh, book from uh, Denise on this uh, program today. So uh, oh, thank you for bringing that in, uh, Denise DeRoche. I appreciate you uh, listening, and thanks for your contribution. Uh, so now you can make it an official shout-out, Gary. Okay, to Denise
1: to, and to Morgan and to Patrick. Woo! Woo! Woo!
0: <laughs> oh, I had somebody woo to me the other day when I was, <laughs> I was out oh, in the that, that happens to me all the
1: time I need to stop that and get a big woo I mean,
0: <laughs> That wasn't a woo, that was a siren. They wanted you to move Oh <laughs> Um, but, uh, but, uh, thanks for allowing us to, uh, to give those shout outs as, uh, that was part of uh, Gary's idea. We should uh, shout out to somebody every program and, uh, we've done it without fail. Uh, right now though, Chef Gary, we want to know what are our shopping plans and, uh, what is our cooking agenda for the rest of this week? So Chef Gary has the specials. These are on sale now through close of business on Sunday at all little general locations. And uh the uh, specials are good this week. So, Chef Gary, tell them what's on sale.
1: Okay. We have some great items this week. Some great items. Starting with chicken. Bone-in chicken. Late quarters. Drumsticks. Or thighs. Your choice. 99 cents a pound. You can't be... So you can get late quarters. You can get drumsticks. You can get, guys, you can get mix and match. 99 cents a pound. You can't beat it. You really, really can't beat it, folks. And, uh, from our dear friends at Hummel Brothers, you know how I feel about this group of, uh, merchants. They're, they they're, so good. Their products are so, so good. You love their liver whisk. Oh, I but certainly
0: this, do. I've had a, yeah. I've had, I've had my few pounds. of
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but this week we have, Oven-brown roast turkey breast, six ninety-nine a pound, and pastrami deli pastrami rounds, seven ninety-nine a pound. Now we had this pastrami uh, a few months ago, and let me tell you what a sandwich it makes. You you heat it lightly, Swiss cheese, mustard, light rye or marble rye. What a sandwich! What a, what a great product! What a great product! Uh, we also, uh, featuring this week, you know, from our dear friends, we try to buy, uh, buy local things throughout the year, you know. And, uh, one thing we have from Wright's Farm Restaurant, their chicken pies, for 28 ounces, 12.99. that comes frozen. That's in our frozen foods, but it is, uh, they're made at Wright's Farm and then uh, shipped here. So, uh, an outstanding product, uh, what can we say about Wright's Farm? Uh, now, Jeff, uh, on the ad, if you haven't, you want a nice meal this weekend with the family, we have bonus ribeye roast. Basically, that's a bonus rib. And with this product, it's 949 a pound. What you want to do, here's a little secret. If you want to, uh, cut back on the shrinkage so there's less. Shrink, shrink it, drink it. let's drink it. You want to cook it low and slow. If you cook it too high, it's going to shrink. Okay? So low and slow. And for the family, what a nice meal. And you know, we still, you know, it, it, this time of year, we're still, people are still grilling. And if you want a bowl of Shibai steak, nine ninety nine a pound, you can certainly put that on your grill. And what a great weekend coming up with uh, the Pats this weekend, you know, the Pats and Tom Brady, perfect, perfect day for grilling or tailgating or any of that wonderful, uh, fun that we, uh, we have at football games. Now also, Jeff, maple walnut bread pudding from our dear friends at Boston Salad, seven eighty nine 89 a pound. This pudding, this bread pudding is sweet, it's luscious, you heat that up and you put some of the Farmer's Cow ice cream on top of this. You no, know, that's my meal. <laughs> I don't need vegetables and an Andre. <laughs> it's such a great product and Farmer's Cow again, uh, we have Farmer's Cow, $4.99, but they're quart size, oh, quart size, assorted flavors. It's a great ice cream. And the maple walnut pudding salad, uh, pudding, seven eighty nine a pound. You can't beat it. And, uh, that's basically it. We also have from um, Hormel, uh, if you're looking for a good luncheon, uh, uh, deli meat for your kids' school lunches, we have cooked ham, 3 99 a pound. So we have turkey ham, pastrami, we got ribeye steaks, roasts, and the leg quarters drumsticks and thighs, 99 cents a pound, your choice. You can buy a package of each, you know, what you, you know, and it's it's just a, a great value.
0: And we're going to focus in on that uh, chicken special. Again, 99 cents a pound, your choice, whether it be leg quarters, drumsticks, or thighs, and uh, we're going to be focusing in on utilizing uh, much of that uh, chicken uh, on this uh, program today.
1: Yes, you know, when I was growing up, when I was a young chef growing up in the apron, would uh, touch the floor because it was too short. Well, that still happens now. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> hard to believe.
1: <laughs> uh, my dad and mom used to make chicken cacciatore with the uh, dyes, bone-in dyes, the tomato paste, the tomato sauce, some peppers, some onions. Oh, I'm telling you, it was just such a wonderful, comfort, homemade meal.
0: I miss those days. I really do. Yeah. And uh, the uh, specials are valid now through Close of Business Sunday. These items are correct. on sale at all Low general locations. Correct. And I remind you, when you are at a store location, you may want to check out and see what uh, specific uh, deals that might be going on in that particular store you are in. Many correct. times you will I find correct. individual sales as well. I uh,
1: Correct. No, I, I want to thank you for mentioning that because I want to mention Tomorrow, at the Cumberland, uh, Cumberland Hill Little General Store, Cumberland Hill Road, we're doing our rice balls. We have four flavors available. And we're, Friday, we're doing our clam cakes and chowder. Red chowder, white chowder, and clam cakes on Friday at the Cumberland Hill Store.
0: We got a guy here, Johnny Ray, who loves your uh, clam cakes and chowder.
1: Yes, I believe he likes the red chowder.
0: I believe so. Yes,
1: yeah. yes. Yeah.
0: So uh, that's available Friday at our store. He had, uh, he had two bowls the other week. He was a complete chowder head. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we're going to uh, take a quick commercial break, uh, hear from our sponsor, Little General. When we come back, we're going to get into a food discussion. Uh, we're going to pick up on a topic that interested me last week when you brought in that local honey available now at Little General stores. Oh, yeah. And I utilized yeah. it in the garlic, uh, the honey garlic glazed uh, roasted chicken last weekend. It led me to think, boy, what else can I do with this honey? Because first of all, you just put a spoon in there and eat it; it's darn good.
1: <laughs> you know, being a natural honey, it's a antibiotic. It can serve as an antibiotic. See, a natural <laughs> a natural
0: antibiotic Uh, we're going to give you some ideas to use it in your kitchen and we're also going to talk about uh, cooking some of these great chicken sale items they're bone-in chicken leg quarters you have a choice of chicken leg quarters drumsticks or thighs 99 cents a pound and we're going to give you more than you can do with them all when we return this is recipe for a good day a recipe for a Good Day, brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-One Socket, Manville Road and Cumberland Hill Road. Great Road, North Smithfield. Front Street in Lincoln. Chapel Street in Boroughville. And Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grabbing gold meals perfectly prepared for you. Whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day and of course delicious deli items from top of the line lunch meats to top of the line steak and chicken products oh and of course always fresh ground hamburger stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com your convenience store with more little general will you always get a smile a please and a thank you open every day including today proud sponsors of recipe for a good day little general convenience stores Welcome back to Recipe for a Good Day, your weekly food program brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores. Your convenience store with more at his secret bunker somewhere far beneath Constitution Hill, his test kitchen. It's Chef Gary <laughs> McLaughlin joining <laughs> us today. I'm uh, in my
1: laboratory. <laughs> he's in his la-
0: the lavatory.
1: Oh, no, uh, 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 oh, la- the boy.
0: laboratory. Oh, okay. Oh.
1: Yes. All right, sorry. I misheard
0: you there for a moment. Yes. Uh, last week, it was uh, one of my first experimentations with honey. I don't know why it took me so long. Um, I know why, because uh, it was given to me, so I decided to, to try it out. And I'm so glad you did. And uh, it was just a... If you were here, you'd be trying it now, the uh, the garlic, uh, the, the honey garlic glazed roasted chicken. Yes. Um, you don't have a carrier service, do you? <laughs> uh, no, well, I, if Roger hadn't already left, I would have asked him to drop it off to you now that there, you there mentioned you go. It. Um, <laughs> But unfortunately, he already left the premises. Uh, but it's, yeah. what else can I do? With honey, it made me curious about it, um, okay. and, and certainly I'm going to run through a little list here, and anything that pops in your mind, Gary, please uh, do share it okay. with us. But the honey available at Law General is uh, out of Lincoln. It's a, a beekeeper, registered beekeeper off of Breakneck Hill Road, and it's 100% uh, pure natural and a local honey. And again, it's available at local general convenience stores. Uh, right. so here's a few things. Of course, I think probably the most common thing, Chef Gary would be to use it to sweeten your hot beverages. Um, You might be trying to cut down on your sugars, uh, but you can't imagine having your coffee without two packets of sugar. Think about adding honey to the mix as a sweet alternative, and of course, healthier benefits than natural honey. And of course, probably best known for its addition to hot tea.
1: Correct, correct. But there's other uses you can use for honey. You could use that uh, as a sweetener in baking. You can use that uh, to make a marinade for your cooking, depending. Uh, it could be anything, chicken, beef, pork, uh, any one of those are fine. Uh, in uh, dealing with that, you're eating a better meal. You're getting uh, less bad.
0: Well, here's... Go ahead. Uh, so here's a few uh, things. You talk about marinade, but, you know, glazing, you, you mentioned the uh, the roast there uh, as well. Uh, but glazing it with honey is a an interesting uh, technique in the kitchen. Uh, combine honey with some lime as a super fresh glaze, as it says here. Uh, if you pair honey with some soy sauce, it gives it a little Asian twist uh, as an addition to a base marinade or perhaps even a salad dressing.
1: Correct. And, now, uh, 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 when you're baking with honey and you're putting it on top of the product, sometimes it will burn. So you have to be careful of your temperature.
0: One of the baking items it lists here would be uh, baking it in a loaf of bread. Uh, oh, yeah. A very uh, simple uh, process, but the golden honey rolls, as you probably have heard of in the past. Yeah. So, yeah. But adding a small amount of honey to any dough before you put it in the oven uh, will, uh, will sweeten it right up for you. How about, Correct. how about this one here? This one here interested me. Um, as, uh, we are, uh, dealing still picking up some of that native corn, uh, fresh corn, a delicious staple, but sweeten it. So when you boil the corn, um, whip together equal parts of softened butter and honey to add that flavor into the, uh, fresh or uh, local corn as well.
1: Correct. You, you're right. You're, you're on the perfect track. Absolutely perfect track you put that in your boiling process the water becomes sweet and you add that little butter oh i'm telling you i wish i was i wish i could cook some corn right now you know and, and it's subtle this sweetness is subtle it's not overpowering and i've I've used it over the years it's never been overpowering on anything which is a nice a nice situation to be in
0: Here's your um, one of the things that you've probably made more than you care to remember, coleslaw. <laughs> it talks about coleslaw. Okay. And uh, okay. giving this a try, uh, mixing in some honey, it also mixes in some orange zest here into your okay. traditional coleslaw mix.
1: Well, I, I, I've used the honey in coleslaw. It does an outstanding price. It makes it sweet because in a lot of coleslaw mes- uh, recipes, they call for sugar. But you can definitely substitute the honey for sugar. The olives I've never tried. But that sounds interesting. That sounds interesting.
0: If you're looking for a snack for game time, here's one you can prepare the night before of a traditional plain pretzel. Uh, Of course, it's a staple. Uh, It's a great snack food. But try coating some plain pretzels. With some honey, pop them in the fridge, let it set overnight. You can also add a little bit of salt if you're when you're done onto the honey for a nice, so salty honey taste. But glazing some pretzels, stick them in the fridge overnight, and then surprise everybody watching the game when you bring that tray out.
1: Yeah, that sounds absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Now, uh, if you warm up your pretzels, uh, I don't know if the recipe says if you bake them or not, but if you warm up your pretzels, even if they're store-bought, warm them up, then add the glaze, let it rest, just a few minutes, and then put it in the new refrigerator.
0: Mmm, I, I do like those giant pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I, the only problem is there's only six in a box. Oh, <laughs> It's a long yeah. game. Yeah. In <laughs> um, yeah. addition, just a few other footnotes here. It talks about using honey with a goat cheese, maybe some apples, okay. or mixed greens in order to make a delicious salad. Or you could also yeah. mix some cheese in uh, to uh, the honey and make an original cheese dip as well.
1: Correct. And I, I love using honey with apricots and stuffing a pork loin with that. Outstanding. I might try that
0: salad. Um, Mixing honey with goat cheese doesn't sound too bad.
1: Oh, no. Uh, I wish I was there, Jeff.
0: Um, And for our uh, friends who like a little bit of a spicy dish, um indian style curry dishes perhaps uh it says here this is actually the number one on the top ten list here that i have gone through uh it gives it uh, some sweetness in body so they're saying drizzle some honey onto your nearly finished dish if you're making some indian style curry and it'll add a nice uh bold uh sweetness to the counter spiciness of that indian style curry that sounds
1: absolutely wonderful jeff
0: the one that yeah, yeah. really grabs me, though, that I want to try first, though, is fresh corn.
1: Yes. Yes, I like that idea. I like that idea. That sounds wonderful. Please let me know how it is unless you leave me a leftover. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, well, you know,
0: yeah, maybe they'll be here next week. You never know.
1: Yes, uh, oh. I, I think sure. it depends on if you're yeah. still in your
0: test kitchen. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. If you hear a building blowing up in the city, call me Call me just to make sure it wasn't me. <laughs> all right.
0: Uh, one other footnote on honey, and I found it interesting. Now, uh, when you buy the local honey at a little general, it will come in a very nice jar, properly sealed with all the uh, information you want on the jar. Oh, yes. But I think that traditionally we can all remember having that honey bear in our cupboard.
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, yes. I th- th- came
0: across a little, a little place. How that iconic bear came to be, and uh, yes. it, it came out of California, 1957. Two okay. beekeeping couples, the Gambers and the Millers, were having dinner at a ranch and brainstorming how to market their honey, and they came up with this idea that we, because of course, uh, at the time. A.A. M- uh, Milne had just passed away. Now, he wrote and created Winnie the Pooh. so okay. And, of course, he was always on the hunt for a honey jar. Yes. Or a beehive. Well, he didn't care. Uh, So Winnie the Pooh was deep in the minds in people's hearts at the time. So they decided to go with that teddy bear look uh, to uh, introduce um, the honey. Now, teddy bears, of course, came about in 1902 to honor President Teddy Roosevelt. And uh, I guess infamously he had spared a bear's life on a hunting trip. And and that kind of created the teddy bear thing. Um, But the uh, name of that bear, by the way, it does have a name and really? uh, that little squeezable bear uh, and it is a nugget
1: Nugget. just wow. in case
0: anybody's wondering it, it was they were looking at honey at first but they thought it was just too too much so the winning name they held a contest nugget was the name of that bear so there's a little history there on the honey bear that, and, that
1: is so
0: uh, interesting uh, well you got to <laughs> fill out time some way brother uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so there That's it is the I could sing, Jeff. Well, well, there it is. Uh, we can tell that yeah. story a second time. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk the world of chicken when we do come back from this very short break, Chef Gary. But meanwhile, is there any final word on honey? Perhaps that we didn't uh, we didn't share with folks that comes in your mind.
1: Uh, again, like I say, sometimes when you're baking with it, and it's it's not mixed with anything. It, it could burn, so you have to be careful of that process. Especially if it's a high, high heat, and uh, let's say you're, you're putting it over chicken, but it's you're not you're not mixing it with a glaze or uh, a marinade. You're just putting it over. You got to be careful. It could burn.
0: So is it best to um, treat it like a barbecue sauce, if you will? Don't use it at the beginning of your cooking or baking process. Is something to add in maybe the last ten minutes or so.
1: That's what I would do. That's what I would recommend. Yes. Very good. You still keep that sweetness and you don't burn any of the product.
0: Well, if there's a use for honey that Chef Gary and I missed, we invite you to email the program yes. ask the chef at wnri.com. So remember email now available. If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at askthechef at WNRI.com. That's askthechef at WNRI.com. Oh, fully so we-
1: I forgot to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. How do I go shopping now? What's on sale this week? I don't know what to feed Funky the monkey.
0: Well, Anna Marie, we have you covered. All at lowgeneral.com That's where you can find out what's on sale this week at all LilGeneral General locations. And now can listen to past editions of Recipe for a Good Day. Just go to lowgeneral.com You'll see the tab for the weekly flyer. Click that. You'll see the specials this week at all Lil General locations. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. So if you miss a show or are unable to write down a recipe, now you can go listen anytime at your time at littlegeneral.com.
1: Up when he hollered, who's that? This is what he heard. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet except to stop that fuss. Ain't nobody here but us and you
0: With your oh we are talking chicken for the rest of this program today one of my favorite things to eat no matter how it's cooked and chef Gary is there a food product that you can make more different ways than chicken?
1: uh it would be hard for me to find
0: one i'm right. telling you it is uh, so universal we am going to be talking so dark meat chicken today and there's always that question asked when you go to somebody's uh home and they have a nice uh, roasted chicken full chicken coming out of the oven do you like white meat or dark meat gary do you like white meat or dark meat
1: for me,
0: it has to be the dark meat. And uh, yeah, uh, the
1: thighs. I love the thighs.
0: Um, I got a little piece here about the differences of white meat and dark meat. It's more than uh, just uh, cosmetic when it comes to chicken. Uh, they're referring yep. to the uh, muscles containing mostly white fibers as white meat. The muscles containing more red fibers is actually red fibers as dark meat. Of course, okay. white meat found in breast and wings is about 10% red fibers, and uh, when it comes to dark meat, it's actually about 50% red fibers that's found in the chicken legs, which brings that more flavor and more juiciness Correct. to the meat. Correct. And it also allows dark meat to be cooked longer than white meat. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Just a few Correct. other uh, facts about white versus dark meat, um, which has a higher fat content. You want to take a guess?
1: Uh, a higher fat content? I, well, no. See, that's an interesting uh, proposition. I would have, to, I would still have to say the pie.
0: Yeah, the dark meat has a higher fat content, almost three extra grams of fat per 100 grams of meat. This is according to the USDA nutrient database. Okay. Uh, and more than twice the amount of saturated fat. Uh, so, well, but uh, the question is. Uh, whether it's light or dark meat, that's not the only thing that affects flavor. Of course, it's uh, cook time as well. So if you leave the skin on, uh, you'll add some more fat and flavor as well. And remember, bone in versus bone out, if you're working a recipe, uh, that can affect your cooking time. Correct. Correct. And, and the bones will actually slow down the cooking process.
1: Correct. But uh, you're lucky in a sense because the thigh has just one bone. And if you did want to take that bone out, it's just two cuts down on each side and it comes right out. So that's the beauty of that.
0: The best methods for cooking dark meat chicken. Roasting, braising, and frying—great options for the fattier dark meat. Um, dark meat—it's almost impossible to overcook it, although it is possible. Uh, it's a tougher muscle that needs a little longer cooking in order to tenderize, and the extra fat melts when it's exposed to heat, keeping dark chicken meat nice and juicy.
1: Right. I was going to say that uh, you can over- you could overcook chicken dark meat but then it actually dries out and you lose that moisture. So there is a line there, but you you
0: can't cook it longer than white. Let's, let's just uh, take a minute here and talk about roasting, braising, and frying in order to add to our glossary of terms. Uh, okay. And, uh, and then there's uh, two other words I'm going to ask you about that actually came up in our kitchen last night. Uh, okay. So, uh, you know, uh, technically... What is roasting
1: roasting you're placing it in an oven normally uh, medium to high heat and you're actually baking the product but you're roasting uh, the skin product would actually roast first the juices are flow through the whole chicken and you're uh, you're baking that product that's <laughs> more or less.
0: And then okay. a braising, if, uh, correct me if I'm mistaken, uh, would be a longer, lower heat
1: cooking? Yes, but that would be in a broth or a tomato sauce. So basically, before you even braise the chicken, you'd want to sear it. Just to, lock the, uh, just to cook off the outer skin all the way around, and then lock in the flavors and the juice. And then you would put them in a pot with the sauce you're making. And at that time, you're going to braise, and they're going to simmer for a slower cooking time.
0: I think frying is pretty self-explanatory. Of course, the best way to have a chicken drumstick is probably fried chicken. (coughs) But you you mentioned a term there. I'm sorry, did you have a comment on that?
1: No, no, I I love fried
0: chicken. (laughs) Oh, who doesn't, right? Yes. Um, but you mentioned the, the the word I wanted to go over and uh, boy I tell you you're you, rub, you rubbed off on me so well uh I really uh, came across as a genius in the kitchen last night although sometimes the wife doesn't want me to be this smart Oh no <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it, uh, she was heating something up but the difference between boiling and simmering Oh
1: okay uh simple uh, as yeah. When you take your product, your raw product, let's say you're gonna boil a whole chicken. You would place it in normally cold water, add an onion or carrot or whatever. And then you let it, co- let that water boil to, uh, 212. And you, that's where you're gonna get your stock from. You're gonna make a, a base with that, a chicken soup base. But you're boiling the product from the raw state. So you're not searing it on the outside for the skin. You're actually just cooking it down with high water temperature.
0: And simmering.
1: And simmering. Which was the second thing, sir?
0: A simmering. When you're simmering something, especially with pastas, because you don't want your pasta to burn at the bottom of the pan.
1: Correct. Uh, When you're simmering, it's a lower heat, okay? And that means you're going to cook it for a longer time. That, that that's like uh, the right arm to the left arm with braising. Okay, but so when you simmer, it, the product is, is somewhat cooked, and then you're just going to let it finish cooking in that liquid, whether it be a tomato sauce, a uh, a gravy, a uh, a stock. You're going to let it. Simmer, and that will finish the cooking process. At that time, you may add other things to it, maybe raw vegetables, or uh, you could add pasta. But I would actually, if I was going to add pasta to a chicken, I wouldn't simmer it. I actually put it close to a boil for myself.
0: And for a uh, amateur home cook uh, working the says, of course, the bottom of the pan won't be as hot, so your items that fall down there over that longer period are not going to burn up or overcook.
1: Correct.
0: And uh, Correct. That got me a look out of the corner of her eye last night. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I knew I was in trouble though, because when she was said she was going to make dinner, she asked me, "How milky do you want your Captain Crunch?" <laughs>
1: Oh, Did something, something funny, funny happen? Yeah. We're going to have to get Dean on a cooking court. Cook. <laughs> well, let's get
0: to a recipe here on Recipe for a Good Day, though, Chef Gary. And this comes from this uh, slow cook cookbook. Uh, slow cooker recipes it's by rival crock pot uh and um it's a charming little cookbook and again thank you denise derogia for bringing this in and it's italian chicken with sausage and peppers now this week 99 cents a pound you have your choice chicken leg quarters drumsticks, or thighs and uh, we're going to feature some uh, recipes here on the last 15 for your chicken needs so this is a slow cooker recipe, Chef Gary. We're going to okay. use uh, three pounds of, of of chicken pieces. So you really have your choice here. Um, maybe you go a pound and a half drumsticks, a pound and a half thighs, or maybe you just use the chicken leg quarters. Um, but it's really your choice. And your choice is 99 cents a pound right now at little yeah. general convenience stores now through close of business Sunday. So we're going to go with three pounds of uh, chicken pieces, skin on, bone in. Two tablespoons of olive oil, uh, about a half a teaspoon of a sweet, uh, excuse me, about uh, a half a pound of sweet Italian sausage. Nice. Two green bell peppers chopped up. Okay. Yeah. One onion chopped. Nice. One carrot finely chopped. Uh, okay. While we hit that term, can you give us a difference between chopped and finely chopped? How small should a finely chopped carrot get?
1: Uh, that's going to be closer to a uh, a dice. Okay. Okay. Whereas a chop or usually is a rough chop, so you'll have different sizes that won't be uniform. Uh, but a uh, a small dice, small uh, chop is uh, more universal, uh, uh, closer to the size.
0: We have yes, a, two uh, cloves of garlic minced. Nice. Uh, one nice. Uh, one can or jar of 15-ounce tomato sauce. Uh, nice. One uh, can uh, condensed tomato soup undiluted, which means don't add that extra okay. can of water.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: A quarter teaspoon of some dried oregano, a quarter teaspoon of dried basil, one bay leaf, and, of course, you're going to salt and pepper to... Taste. Taste. There <laughs> it is. There's, there's four easy steps. Now this is perfect for Sunday. The Patriots play at 8:20 at night against the, yes. of course, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who by the way are working out. I don't know if you heard this one. Uh, Richard Sherman will be joining I the team.
1: Hear I Buccaneers. heard that this morning, but he <laughs> won't he won't be playing in he, that game. If he, that's right, he if won't if be he there came.
0: Sunday. Um right. but it's a night game, so this is a nice slow cooker recipe. We are looking at some light shower activity Sunday. So if it does happen and you can't grill, this is absolutely perfect to cook throughout the day and enjoy at game time. Rinse the chicken. Pat it dry. Yes. Heat the oil in a large skillet over medium heat. Add in the chicken skin side down. Down. Yes. Cook about 10 minutes, turning to brown both sides, and remove it and reserve it. The chicken is out of the pan. Put that yeah. a half to three quarter pounds of Italian sausage into the skillet. Cook that for about four to five minutes until browned. Remove the sausage and then let it rest for a minute or two. Uh, then cut it into one inch pieces. Set it aside.
1: be okay. good.
0: Now, this is going to leave some deliciousness in the skillet. You can drain. Right. You're going to take a tablespoon of uh, fat from that skillet, set it aside, and you can drain off the rest of it. Add in the bell peppers, the onions, the carrot, and the garlic to the skillet with that teaspoon tablespoon you've, you've pulled of the fat from the skillet and uh, and let it cook maybe five minutes or so until the vegetables start to get tender. At this point, add in the tomato sauce. The tomato soup, the oregano, the basil, the bay leaf, stir it up, and now you're going to start to season that salt and pepper in there. This whole product now is going to get transferred into the slow cooker or your crock pot. You're going to add the chicken and the sausage that you've already prepared, Into the slow cooker with this wonderful mix, you're going to put the cover on, you're going to cook it on low, maybe between six to eight hours. Uh, Or if you're a little later in the afternoon and you're cooking it on high, you're looking at four to six hours. And um, one big thing, though, find that bay leaf and discard it before you serve it. Nobody wants to chew on a bay leaf.
1: Correct correct now, is there a name for this recipe?
0: It's Italian chicken with sausage and peppers on the day the patriots played Tampa bay
1: yes you could you could use it as a catch you could say cacciatore. you could because of the peppers onions, the chicken the tomato sauce even the sausage so you could say that it's a form of a cacciatore. But it sounds absolutely
0: wonderful. A spin of the chicken cacciatore. Thank you, Denise DeRoche, for bringing that recipe in to Recipe for a Good Day. We'd like you to share your recipes as well. You can do so by sending us an email at askthechef at at wnri.com. Little General Stores is ready to serve you every day with great locally roasted coffee, as well as the best prices for all your deli meats. Little General Convenience Stores, we're here for you. And Little General Convenience Stores bringing this program to you, Chef Gary in his secret bunker test kitchen today, and uh, we we're gonna get, we have two more chicken recipes this year because it is a big chicken week at Little General. There are other items as well. Uh, we know we love our ribeye steak, and this is a good deal, 999 a pound. Get yourself a pound of ribeye, you got nice uh, two meals there when you cut that in half, and that's on sale as well as the boneless ribeye roast at nine forty nine a pound pound
1: right correct i mean you can't beat it and you know that that would be great for uh uh the sunday game too you put that in the oven and let it roast uh, you know say you put it in at the start of the game by halftime it would be done and then you just put out a, a, a carving knife and they, they cut their own slice Well, we got two other
0: uh, chicken recipes, though, as the big sale of the item. We expect people to load up on their chicken. And remember, you can freeze uh, these chicken properly packaged in the freezer for a good three months. Isn't that correct? That is correct. So load up now, 99 cents a pound, chicken leg quarters, drumstick thighs, your choice. And we're giving you plenty of uh, ideas to work with here. Now, you know I like to caramelize items. Yes, I do. One of my favorite pastimes. How about some caramel chicken? Oh, nice. And uh, we're going to, again, deal with about three pounds here of skin-on, bone-in, chicken legs and thighs, known as the quarters, 99 cents a pound. So you're talking about $3 worth of chicken for a wonderful meal. Uh, Two tablespoons of vegetable oil, some kosher salt. How about this? It's a little garlicky. Eight garlic cloves, peeled. Notice, we didn't mash them, dice them, or any of that exactly. yet. Uh, that's
1: wonderful.
0: A third cup of uh, packed, uh, a packed cup, and that's when you drop the cup on the counter. At least that's what I do. You pack a cup. Uh, uh,
1: what, are, what are we packing?
0: Um, light brown sugar.
1: Okay, I, 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 I don't put it down on the counter. I, you know, I, I'll put it in the cup, and I'll pat it down with my hand. Okay. So, so it's get- even.
0: Even with the cup, um, a quarter cup or more unseasoned rice vinegar, and that's again oh. a quarter cup.
1: Yes, that's nice.
0: Uh, two slices um, of a uh, peeled ginger. Oh, nice! About a quarter inch. One cup low-sodium chicken broth. Now pay attention to the low or reduced sodium here. It'll blow your meal uh, to to heck if you if you don't. Uh, A quarter cup reduced sodium soy sauce. Those two items, very important, reduced and low sodium.
1: Yes. Yes, because uh, if you don't uh, use a low sodium product, uh, your dish will become too salty. Uh, Because when you're reducing, you're taking away the broth, but you're keeping everything else in the apparatus the the salt content stays the same, but the bulk or the water will uh, decrease
0: and uh, with that comes two scallions thinly sliced and uh, cooked white rice for serving that's a little separate nice. four easy steps here chef Gary one okay. he- heat that oil in a large uh, wide, heavy pot over medium high heat. Season the chicken, uh, very, I, I very, you can always add salt later, folks. Very right. lightly with some salt. Work in two batches, uh, cook until golden brown and crisp, uh, with that seasoned chicken, uh, six to eight minutes per side, roughly. Transfer it to a plate. Add the garlic to the pot and cook. Stir it often because it'll burn quick until golden. That's only about two minutes.
1: That's right. That's Uh, right.
0: That is correct. And uh, transfer that uh, to the plate with the chicken and pour off the fat from the pot. Return pot to medium-high heat. Add in a half a cup of water and scrape it around. All those little brown bits that are stuck to the pan, that's the good stuff, isn't it, Gary?
1: That is correct. That's the flavor essence of the meal right there. And you know what I bought this weekend to do that with?
0: A bamboo spoon.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah, I finally got one. I'm so excited. Good for you. I was so excited. See, what are you buying that for? Well, Dina, you need this for certain (laughs) rights. <laughs> she's getting annoyed oh no oh. Sometimes, you, sometimes you can give him too much information <laughs> But I love my bamboo spoon. I've used it twice already. Uh, so anyways, uh, return it to medium heat. Add that half a cup of water. Scrape up those brown bits. Uh, add the brown sugar. Stir to dissolve. And then cook, stirring until the mixture thickens up a bit. Uh, it'll get that nice, deep amber color that we're looking for when you caramelize an item. Uh, that's about four minutes. Then add in that vinegar. Now, it might bumble up a bit. Sugar could crystallize, but you just give it a stir and it'll dissolve again. Exactly. We're into step three now. Add in that ginger. Add in the broth. Again, low-sodium broth and low-sodium soy sauce. Add in the chicken skin side up and the garlic. Return it to a boil. Reduce the heat and then simmer it gently until that chicken is cooked through. That's probably going to be roughly around a 25-minute process, Um, of course, uh, you transfer it after the adapted yeah, transfer the chicken to a plate. Um, again, bring cooking liquid back to a boil. Cook until thick enough to coat a spoon, which is about 10 minutes. Then put the chicken back into the pot and uh, turn it and make sure it coats up all that darkness. Then top it off with some scallions and serve it over rice. That
1: sounds absolutely Wonderful.
0: Well, I actually made some in advance. I have it here in the studio, but uh, (laughs) I guess Lorraine Corey and I will have to eat it.
1: I I guess, yes. (laughs) That's not fair, Jeff. You know that. Oh, um, there's so much
0: food here today, Gary. I really put a buffet (laughs) out in the studio.
1: Well, thank you so much for sharing.
0: (laughs) Um, There are... So many other chicken delicious recipes to share, uh, and uh, we'll continue to bring you more as uh, the sale items uh, continue as we move through the uh, season here for Recipe for a Good Day. Um, but those are some things you can do. You had a slow cooker recipe, and it's a caramelized one. Ran out of time, but I was going to give you a, a citrus marinade I like to use for chicken, but we'll save that next time there's a delicious okay. chicken sale. It's a deal. Uh, but Is other the than dear? that, Chef Gary, uh, we are moving. We are in the fall season, so uh, we will be bringing them some nice holiday dishes. Uh, we're looking forward yeah. to I did pick up another uh, cookbook, uh, Food Traditions of New England for Thanksgiving. So I'm looking okay. forward to sharing that with you as well.
1: That will be absolutely wonderful. I can't wait to see some of the amazing Recipes that's in that book.
0: But as we uh, yeah. approach October next week, there's an assignment I want to put in your hands. As uh, we want to cover uh, early next week, so it can be online, the infamous stuffed pumpkin.
1: Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. That's my homework. That, I can do that. That's before. your
0: homework, because uh, my stuffed pumpkin experiment went uh, quite awry last year. <laughs> It was absolutely terrible. Uh, I put it outside afterwards because Dina and I weren't eating it. And even yep. even the wildlife would not eat the stuff. <laughs> <that> back, so. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one up to you, brother.
1: There you go. Now, I'll, I'll be more than happy to share my recipe that
0: I have. Uh, but meanwhile, Chef Gary, if you have uh, one more quick recipe in our final minute of the program today, it would be great to share it with the folks.
1: Yes, I do have one more quick recipe, Jeff. Recipe for a good day, folks. A warm smile. A good laugh. And a great meal. Thank you, Jeff. All right,
0: thank you, Chef Gary. I look forward to being back together again with you next Wednesday.
1: You got it, my friend. Thank you. And uh, hopefully there's something in in the uh, test kitchen of the... W-N-L-I kitchen. <laughs> Boy, there's so
0: much food here today. Boy, I'll tell you what. Yes, maybe I'll
1: maybe I'll try to fly by uh, at 10 o'clock tonight. Leave the door
0: open. <laughs> oh, m- we'll do, we'll do. Thanks for being with us, Gary. Thank
1: you. Bye-bye.
0: And uh, thank you for being with us on Recipe for a Good Day. Remember, if you missed this or any program, you can always go to com. Just look at the bottom of any of their website pages and you'll see listen to recipe for a good day and you can uh, click on an episode by date and you can actually see what's talked about in each program so if there's something specific you're looking to make you can find it listed there just listen to the episode and enjoy the show and the food thank you for being with us eat well be merry